to find true success as a creative, to find success as a creative, you have to stop worrying about finding success as a creative. You have to stop concerning yourself with the numbers. You have to stop concerning yourself with followers. You have to stop concerning yourself with the, the, the metrics for success in order to be successful. There's a quote that I love um, and it's that if you if you hate what you do and you're unsuccessful, becoming successful is not going to make you hate it any less. You know, if you hate your job and you're not making any money, making more money in that job is not going to make you love it. Um, and I think a lot of people forget that. You have to build a foundation on love. You have to build a strong foundation on creating stuff that you really enjoy creating and then trying to work from there. If you hate the content that you're making, and you don't have any followers, having followers is not going to make you love that content. If you're not making any money off products that you don't enjoy making and don't enjoy selling, selling more of those products is not going to make you more comfortable with the sales process. And welcome back to episode 34 of the podcast. How's everyone doing? Feels good to be back. I took a week off recording last week. I um, I just had, I, I did the Jai Long episode, which was a fantastic episode, by the way. I really, uh, the feedback on it has been incredible. People are finding it valuable and I personally found it incredibly valuable. It's made me want to do more interview episodes because Jai is someone who's, if I'm just being completely honest, has way more experience than I do in the things that I'm working towards. So he's uh, quite successful with online coaching and, and doing online courses and that sort of stuff and also very successful in the wedding business. So it, it was an, it was a really, really good experience for me, not just as a podcast episode and not just as something that my audience will find valuable, but genuinely as an experience for me, like as something that I did that I'm happy with. So I would highly recommend you go and listen to that episode. But what I did was the week that I recorded that episode, I then went and recorded another episode, which I'm glad I did because I really enjoyed that episode too. I was just fired up that week. But I took last week off because I had an episode in the pipe. I didn't want to record another episode and just end up a week ahead and then have outdated content and that sort of stuff. So I just took a, took a week off and what a two weeks it's been. I feel rusty though. I feel really, really rusty right now. It's funny how quickly you can sort of fall out of, fall out of that routine or fall out of... Um, feeling comfortable in this situation but I'm, I'm i'm happy to be back recording i am happy i'm admittedly bloody tired <laughs> it's been a intense two weeks a lot has changed in the last two weeks i've got a bunch of new tattoos which if you guys follow me on instagram you would have seen uh, my leg is is slowly becoming uh covered which is fun <laughs> considering two weeks ago i didn't have any tattoos on my right leg um i got a bunch on my torso as well which is fun because i've been waiting for a very long time to do that uh i went on my first road trip this week oh my god we went with i went with ben tk if any of you follow him on instagram who's also considering starting a podcast so uh i will be sure to have him on or have a conversation with him as soon as he starts because I think he would have an amazing podcast. We had amazing conversations the entire time. Uh, we were driving back and forth and we went with Ben Savage as well, which was just an awesome crew. It was an awesome trip. It feels so good. We just went to places that I've been to hundreds of times. Like we went to the 12 Apostles and Hopeton Falls and the Otway National Park and all those Great Ocean Road spots, which are places I've been to heaps of times. But the fact that I hadn't been on a road trip since May 
Like I hadn't even been out for a, you know, a shoot since May and it just feels so, 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 so good to be back in the swing of things and back in that part of my creativity because, you know, honestly, as much as I have enjoyed the routine of smashing out these podcasts every week and working on online content and editing photos and doing all that sort of stuff, as much as I have enjoyed getting really stuck in my routines, it feels so good to be editing you know, fresh content again. And then on top of that, because of, you know, the road trip or the road trip happened because of this, we're pretty much back to normal or not pretty much back to normal. Things are pretty pretty much opened up here in Melbourne, which feels amazing, uh, but strange. <laughs> like we've been going out for restaurants. This only happened two weeks ago. Uh, we've been going out to restaurants. We've been going out to bars. We've been hanging out with friends and, and everyone's so happy. The place is so, so busy but I feel it feels weird. It feels really, really weird at the moment. Like my my calendar's getting booked up. Uh, my weekends are suddenly busy again, hanging out with friends. I'm exhausted. Honestly, I forgot how tired I used to be on Sundays. Like <laughs> this entire time through lockdown, I've just been very, um, I mean, you know, I take it easy on the weekends and, and relax a little bit. But you know, you have one late night with friends on a Friday or Saturday night and you forget how long that throws you off for. Like I didn't even have that much to drink last night, but it was a case of it just got home super late and suddenly I'm exhausted going into my Sunday, which is is something that I'm probably going to have to get used to because this podcast or just a lot of what I've done this year, a lot of the routines I've built, I need to figure out whether that's something that's going to be a COVID thing, which is going to slowly fizzle out, or if I want to continue doing that sort of stuff. Because obviously, you know, the obviously you need a social life. You need to hang out with people. You need to do that sort of stuff. But there is also the side of me that's like, that was a really good routine. That was a really good way of doing things where every, you know, I was spending a lot of time in my own time and, and working off my own time and that sort of stuff, which is lovely. But it's I forgot how exhausting life is just generally. I forgot how much uh, how much life in general can take it out of you. Um, my first online course as well in the last two weeks we've made massive inroads. So I have finished all the content for the course, finished almost finished editing it. I just need to do intros and outros for everything. Uh, and then now I'm exporting and uploading all of the content. And I anticipated having the course out this week or the week that just passed, but I think I overestimated just how big a task simply exporting and uploading all the content is going to be <laughs> like i didn't i just didn't comprehend that like the course itself i have three courses going up one free one which is the beginner module i have one uh composite walkthrough which is slightly smaller it's like three hours rather than seven and then i have one big one and all together it's like i want to say like 70 videos um obviously in different lengths some of the videos are some of the videos are a minute long some of the videos are a minute long. Some of the videos are 20 minutes long. Um, but there's like 70 videos. And <laughs> obviously, across that sheer quantity, that's going to take a long time to export and a very, very long time to upload. Um, so I'm <laughs> in the midst of doing that and it's taking days at a time. Like I'm having to get up first thing in the morning get everything exporting as soon as I can and then leave it uploading overnight and do all that sort of stuff. And it's just honestly a little bit of a pain but hey we're getting it done the course is almost done the course is almost ready to go which is super exciting i'm really nervous about it if i'm being completely honest with you i'm really really nervous about it 
I'm someone who's my entire life I've sort of been of the opinion that um, nothing's nothing's as good nothing is confirmed nothing is as good as it hitting your bank account is probably the the most blunt way to say this is like I've sort of lived a lot of my adult life with the opinion of you can tell me whatever you want you could tell me I won the lottery but until that money is in my bank account it might as well not have happened I just have this kind of not it probably is a little bit of self-doubt but I think it's just a little bit of realism about me um, I don't like to hype up expectations I don't like to have this idea of what something could be and then bank on that idea rather than the actual reality of that situation so I'm really nervous I ha- I know it has the potential to do well um, but I'm just I don't know <laughs> I don't know I'm really proud of myself I think is a good place to start I'm really proud of myself for for getting it done because it is something that I said a long time ago that I wanted to do it's something that I've been working on for a very long time it's something that I have put off for a very long time um so i'm proud of myself regardless for getting it done um i'm proud of myself for having it out there and i'm really excited for the future because this is the start Uh, you know i'm 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 happily to i'm happy to be honest with you it's like what i spoke about last week it's like the idea of you know real life podcast might not be the podcast that gets me or i have goals of becoming a full-time podcaster or not full-time but making money from this podcast i have goals of this becoming a a source of income for me i'm fully aware that real life podcasts might not be that podcast but it's a piece along that journey and it's a stepping stone it's it's a start i have to make this podcast you know it might be the podcast that makes me money it might not be but i have to make these episodes and this podcast to get to the, to that point and this feels exciting for that extent it's like yes i could launch this course and it could make zero sales <laughs> no one could buy it it could just be a situation where it just flops and i massively overhyped my expectations and i had this idea of what it could be and it was nothing like reality that could very well happen but at least I made the course and now have an idea of what it takes to make a course and have a better idea of what's required to sell a course. And it's a, it's a start. It's a start in that world because I think the, you know, freelancing is fantastic. I love freelancing, but I am the type of person that I, I love doing my own thing and having an online course or having your own products is that to the nth degree it's 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 doing it to the extreme it, it's the best example of going out on your own and doing it and i i highly recommend it for anyone i i wanted to talk about this later in the episode but i think i might talk about it i think i might talk about it now because i think it's important to demonstrate it's like i think i had this idea for a very long time that i wasn't allowed to to have digital products until I get to a certain point. It's like until I get to a certain follower account, I'm not allowed to sell presets. Until I get to a certain follower account, I'm not allowed to make an online course. Until I get to a certain until I get to X, I'm not allowed to make Y. And I think that's stupid. I think that's really really stupid because you know, one of the one of the one of the best examples is like you've got to be ready. It's like um you know, if your goal is to make money through social media, if your goal is to make money or work full time on social media or work full time on Instagram, you need to be ready for moments to happen that you can't anticipate happening. It's like my friend Kyle right now, he got posted by Instagram 
uh, last week. Got reposted by Instagram. He's got presets available on his site, and I'm sure he's done very, very well over the last two weeks because he's gained 20,000 followers in the last 10 days. It's awesome for him, but he was ready for that moment. He was ready for that moment to happen because he had the infrastructure built out. He might have launched those presets and and sold none <laughs> for a very long time but now that he had the infrastructure built out and he had that moment he had that viral moment now he was ready for that moment to happen and i think that you kind of kind of need to go in with the mentality of you're never it's never too early to start along the journey it might be too early to make a full-time income it might be too early to find the success that you're after of course i'm not going to try and tell you that you can make thousands of dollars off a couple hundred followers of course not well you can if they're the right kind of followers you know if you've got 100 true fans you only really need 100 sales to make really really good money on a high ticket item but that's another conversation <laughs> but what i'm trying to say is that you need to it's never too early to start it's never too early to start on that journey and get yourself set up well because the things just off the back of making this course the things that i've learned um from this have been amazing like i've i've really gotten proficient at building websites now this is something that i never knew or really really struggled with in the past it wasn't something that i was particularly passionate about either so that was the issue but through building this course i'm really passionate about building a website that's beautiful and engaging and something that works really really well online marketing emails something like email marketing using a site called active campaign like things like that all the little things that go in behind the scenes using a, a good a facebook pixel doing facebook ads making ad pieces making ad content doing all those sort of things that you don't really think about even the nitty-gritty stuff like using after effects it's like things like that that your those tools those lessons those things that you learn are only going to help you be in the right position to succeed when your moment comes when your viral moment comes or when you have those um, you know those those moments of of breakthrough you know i don't ever believe in making it because i don't think there is any it i don't really believe in having that you know your lucky break i don't think that's something that you should ever rely on happening but uh, it would be naive to say that there's not breaks there's not breakthroughs in 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 this journey there's not moments where you kind of you know it's like the analogy that i love that i've been uh, using a lot recently i think i heard it very recently i think i heard it on joe rogan actually uh, i can't remember what episode it was it's an old episode um but essentially it talks about the idea of um running your own business or doing anything on your own or doing anything of substantial risk in life. And let's make it really specific here. Being an artist, being a musician, being a photographer, being a filmmaker, being whatever. The analogy compares it to rugby. It compares starting a business. It compares essentially doing your own thing or doing anything of substantial risk to playing rugby. The real analogy that I heard on Joe Rogan was obviously talking about NFL or American football, but I don't know American football, so we're going to use rugby. Let's say you're on your, you know, you're you're playing rugby and you've got the the opposition team lined up you can tell that i was a an aussie rules kid <laughs> you've got the opposition team lined up and you're trying to break through to score a try and you hit their line and they stop you you hit their line and they stop you you hit their line and they stop you there's no guarantee that a hole in their lineup is going to show through there's no guarantee that you're going to get through there's no guarantee that you're going to score a try 
but you can't break through or you can't get through that moment or you can't break through their line unless you're hitting the line. And hitting the line is essentially doing the things that you need to do or making courses with the expectation of selling none. You know, posting on Instagram with the expectation of knowing seeing it, building a website with the expectation of no one visiting the website, selling products with the expectation of selling none. You need to do those things for the opportunity or the opening to show itself. If you're not doing those things and that opening can be there and you're not there to take advantage of it. Does that make sense? And that's what I kind of mean by be willing to start early, be willing to do something that's not necessarily going to give you results right now, be willing to be willing to hit the line, essentially, be willing to be there for those moments and take advantage of the moments when they come. Because there's, you know, it's just the way it is. I think a lot of people have this kind of timeline of what they can do, this timeline of of the way things are supposed to pan out. And I think it's unrealistic because it's like, if I think back to my time, it's like I had a viral moment in 2018 that I wish I was ready for. You know, it's not necessarily that I, you know, have monetary goals and all that sort of stuff. And I'm glad that I haven't actually monetized my audience until now I'm glad that I this is going to be my first course because I think the course that I'm making now is way better than any course that I could have made prior to this. I think I'm ready now. I think all the things that I've done and it comes back to this. I'm sure there's you know although I can probably sit back and go okay, I should have made the course earlier or I should have sold products or I should have learned the things that I'm learning now. There's also the idea that okay, I had to make 130 shitty YouTube videos to understand what's engaging and to understand how to make a tutorial and to be confident enough to because unfortunately, when you're making a course that's 7 hours of content, you can't script that stuff. <laughs> you can script it, but it's going to take you years and it's going to take you hours and hours and hours to record because you're going to be reading off a script. So I've become confident in my ability to talk to a camera. I've become confident in my ability to go off the cuff, but also confident that going off the cuff is going to result in something that's actually engaging and result in getting through the content that I actually wanted to get through. So this course is the best it's going to be now, but I wish I had done some of the stuff earlier you know, but that's always going to be the case. Hindsight is twenty twenty. I wish I had done a, you know, a Facebook ads course and all that sort of stuff. So generally what I'm trying to say here is don't be afraid to start a little early is what I'm trying to say here. I think, I think that's what I'm trying to say here. Yeah. Don't be, don't be afraid to start a little early. If you're, if you feel like you're uh, not allowed, that's bullshit. If you feel like you're not ready, that's bullshit. If you feel like you're not uh, knowledgeable enough or, or whatever, whatever feels like you, whatever wall or boundary is put up in front of you, that, that invisible boundary, that ceiling or that limiting thought that you have, uh, because that's what these are. It's like the idea that you can't sell, uh, the idea that you can't make a full-time income online is a limiting thought. The idea that you can't do something uh, that's uh, way bigger than what you feel like you're capable of right now is a limiting thought because all it takes is doing it. It sounds so simple. It sounds so cliche to sit back and go, all you need to do is do. And it is a bit. <laughs> it is simplifying something that is in like all of this stuff is way easier said than done. Way easier said than done. Of course, I'm never going to try and deny that that's the case. Um, but at the same time, it is kind of a really watered down version of what the truth is. And the truth is that, yeah, you sometimes just need to do. You just need to put your foot down 
or put your foot in front of the other and do it. <laughs> it's as simple as that. I wanted to bring this up as well because we have just hit 10,000 downloads on the podcast, which is is just wild. I'm I'm so incredibly grateful for that. It it feels weird because I don't really have a gauge I don't have I don't have a gauge of what um I should be at or what I want to be at or I don't have a, I have no expectations going into this because podcast is one of those things where no one's numbers are public except for YouTube obviously like if you go onto like Joe Rogan's podcast on YouTube it has millions of views and and of course but um all the rest of the podcasts, like the top podcast, there's not really any ranking that has the numbers. It's not like YouTube where you compare it to your friends and you're like, oh, why are they getting more views than me? So it's kind of just like a an internal, which feels really nice. <laughs> it feels really nice because there's just no pressure. You know, the, the my concentration is on creating rather than than focusing on the numbers. So it's really exciting to hit 10,000 downloads. It is really, really exciting. It's continuing to grow the podcast. So the weekly listeners is continuing to grow, which is also really, really exciting. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to to say that because um, it's exciting. It's really, really exciting. And it's been a, an incredible experience so far. And it's really helped me find my footing as a as a creator this year i think getting on here and talking over my experiences every single week has given me an opportunity to kind of put my actions under a microscope it's kind of allowed me to really consider really consider everything that i'm doing under a microscope really consider everything i'm doing in a way that i just wouldn't if I was just doing it and then not really reassessing it's kind of like a debrief I feel this podcast like if I wasn't doing this I would have to be doing it in a journal or have to be doing it with myself and I think that it's kind of given me a perspective to pay attention when I'm outside of this podcast because obviously I'm thinking like okay what content can I include every single week it's an opportunity for me to sort of really really um the simplest way to describe it is find my footing as a creator it has been amazing because i think one of the traps that i found myself in last year and early this year and it's a trap that i think a lot of people find themselves in is that i was you know rather than rather than creating stuff that i enjoyed rather than focusing on that i was going around in circles i was i was doing stuff for the sake of doing stuff i was doing stuff with the intention of gaining followers or or gaining money or doing things that weren't necessarily in line with what I wanted to do. I was creating images that weren't necessarily what I would love to see. I was creating videos because I thought they would appease an algorithm. I was doing things that I was being told to do by other people who obviously have, they didn't have ill intentions, but they were coming into, you know, giving me advice for something that might have worked for them that's not necessarily going to work for me and I was listening because it's worked for them and I think that it's a trap you can get caught in I think it's a trap you can easily get caught in where you focus on the wrong things um pretty much (laughs) pretty much yeah I was I was going round and round in circles I was going round and round in circles wondering why the results didn't get any different I was I was sort of uh trying to fix uh, fix the things I was doing rather than find new ways of doing them. I was trying to fix not enjoying making YouTube videos rather than focusing on doing something else, rather than focusing on finding ways to enjoy that style of content. You know, making an online course because there's that 
you know, the idea that you, I can put everything in one place and have that available for people, have something moving in the background that motivates me to continue working. Because there was always that guilt of, of if I'm spending time on this, then I can't, uh, I'm, I'm taking time away from my paying clients. Um, you know, there was all those sort of things that kept me spinning around in that circle. Whereas now I think COVID's been great for this, but now it's like I... I create because I want to create. I create the things that I love creating, and the results, the followers, the money is secondary. Obviously, you got to pay bills, of course, <laughs> and that's why you've got to recalibrate every few weeks or few months whenever things get a little bit tight, and you have to do that sort of stuff. And I'm happy to be honest with you guys. It's not something that I I feel I've accomplished in my life. I think I've done well for myself, but I don't think I'm at my I don't think I've accomplished everything I want to accomplish in that regard. And um, so it has been something that I I needed to refocus on. And I think that that's where the, the course kind of comes in. But I, I've, I've said this a lot and I, I, I know you've probably heard it a million times, but to find true success as a creative, to find success as a creative, you have to stop worrying about finding success as a creative. You have to stop concerning yourself with the numbers. You have to stop concerning yourself with followers. You have to stop concerning yourself with the the, the metrics for success in order to be successful. There's a quote that I love um, and it's that if you, if you hate what you do and you're unsuccessful, becoming successful is not going to make you hate it any less. You know, if you hate your job and you're not making any money, making more money in that job is not going to make you love it. Um, And I think a lot of people forget that, especially with social media, because it seems like such a nice job. And it's, it is, I love my job. I love that this is something that I get to do, but it's tough. (laughs) It's hard work. And I try to tell people, as much as I can who want to get into this, you have to build a foundation on love. You have to build a strong foundation on creating stuff that you really enjoy creating and then trying to work from there. Because if you don't enjoy this, you're not going to last. If you don't enjoy this, you're going to, you know, the worst thing that I could possibly do is get to the point where I'm finding success or gaining followers or have an audience creating work that I don't enjoy. That's a trap. It sounds horrible. It would be horrible. And I'm so glad that I didn't go mega viral (laughs) whilst I was making content I was not super stoked with. I'm so glad that that didn't happen because it allowed me to have the opportunity to catch myself before that happened. Um, You know, if if you hate the content that you're making, and you don't have any followers, having followers is not going to make you love that content. If you're not making any money off products that you don't enjoy making and don't enjoy selling, selling more of those products is not going to make you more comfortable with the sales process. It's just the same thing over and over again. If you build your foundation on something you love or at least you enjoy, then from there you can build upwards. You know, if you have a big, wide, think about it like a, a, a building a pyramid. It's like if you if you build a pyramid on a small foundation, you're not going to be able to build it very tall. If you build your pyramid on a very strong foundation of love and passion and something that you enjoy, I don't like using the word passion very much because I think it has, I think it has false connotations. I don't think, I don't know. I don't like the word passion. Let's say enjoyment and love is two good words that you can use. But if you build your the foundation of your pyramid on love and enjoyment for what you're doing, then you can build it much, much higher because you're going to be able to work harder. You're going to be able to work longer. You're going to enjoy what you're doing regardless of the results and you're going to be able to do it for longer. That should always be the goal. 
that should always be the goal. And the topic that I wanted to talk about today kind of comes full circle with this that I've spoken about. It kind of it was something that I heard uh, earlier last week that I I really really resonated with, and it was the uh, the the quote regarding. I wanted to draw it back to my to the podcast because whilst I was making, I've always had the goal of of doing YouTube. I've always had the goal of doing YouTube. That's something that I've wanted to do since I was very young. I think the first time that I really recognized that people make money on YouTube, I think I was like 14 or maybe 15 following like fitness YouTubers. My first sort of opinion of it was like, wow, these people get to do this for work. That's what they do for a job. That's amazing. I, I think that's incredible. I wish I could do that. That was something that I really admired. So I think when the opportunity for me to get into this, I looked at that result of being successful on YouTube more than I actually paid attention to how or the route of getting there. I was, uh, I had this idea that I can only do this this one way and I just have to be persistent enough until it breaks through, which is, yes, to a certain extent, that's necessary. Of course, to a certain extent, that's necessary. And of course, to a certain extent, that is true. But I think that there is also the element of, and this this quote is so cliche, but it is so true, but the definition of insanity, but the definition, it is so cliche, but it is so true. And I'm going to say it here, but the definition of, in, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. And I think that's kind of the same thing here. I think it's a, the, a better version of the quote is that people will perfect the solutions they have on hand rather than look for new solutions is the quote that I heard. It's kind of a better way of describing the, the insanity quote. People will try to perfect the solutions that they already have rather than trying to find new solutions. And in me or in my circumstances, it came in the form of of YouTube. It came in the form of Instagram. It came in the form of creating content that I didn't necessarily enjoy because I had the goal of being full-time on Instagram or being full-time on YouTube without actually paying attention to like, how can I make content that I enjoy more? How can I utilize the skills that I have? How can I utilize the expertise that I have? How can I be create stronger content that's going to be more engaging it was simply just let's make another video because you have to make another video in order to get more views in order to get more subscribers in order to get to my goal it was never there was never a considered approach to it and i think this year having all this time on my hand to really think about what i wanted to do and also being motivated by these four walls my foundation had to be really strong (laughs) and i'm sure a lot of people have experienced this You've come back to your why this year. Your why has been made very, very, very important this year because there's not been much externally to motivate you. You know, it's really easy to continue going to jobs that you don't enjoy when the jobs are paying you nicely. It's really easy to continue going and saying yes to clients when the clients are coming in every other day. But when they stop, when those things stop coming, when things stop or slow down or when things go bad is when you sort of have to go back to that why, go back to the reason why you do this and figure out if that's something that you still want to do. And for me, that came in the form of, okay, I don't enjoy making YouTube videos. I don't enjoy my videos. They take me way too long to make. I don't feel like I'm enough of an expert for people to actually enjoy this content. I really, really went back and considered the things that I was doing. And from that, I recognized that 
something like this podcast is something that's a way better use of my time in that regard. Not that it's going to make me successful, not at all. I think it's just the most, the best foundation to build upon is what I try to come back to. And it's the same thing with my content on Instagram. If you guys follow me on Instagram, I've had a massive shift in my content because I had this, or I did have this this audience that was built on this one very strict type of content. And unless I posted that type of content, then it didn't do well, which sucked. It really, really sucked because I hated making that content. I didn't enjoy it. I didn't enjoy looking back at my work. I didn't enjoy putting my work online. I hated my website because I felt like I had a portfolio full of really shallow crap work. I didn't like selling my prints because I wasn't proud of the work I was making, but I kept making that work because of the followers. So when things slowed down and when I stopped being able to shoot and when the follower count slowed down, I was able to sort of really come back to my why and go, you don't like this. (laughs) And now my work is work that I'm far more proud of. It's work that I enjoy making. It's work that I look back on and I'm stoked is mine. And I think that that's been so great because now I've come out of that on the other side way stronger as an artist, way stronger as a creator and with an audience that actually fucks with the things that I'm doing rather than someone who or rather than an audience that only cares about one specific style in one specific way. I now have an audience that cares more about me as an artist and I think that that's come both from the idea of building a stronger foundation, but deeper than that, it's because I found new solutions rather than trying to perfect the solution that was on hand. Because I think that one of the things that I only really discovered this year is that it's way, it's actually way easier to find a new solution than it is to fix the solution that you currently have. The solution's not working. It's broken. It's not working. So what makes you think by putting more time into it or doing it more or creating more of that thing or doing more of that thing or selling more of those things that you're suddenly going to be able to make it work? Finding a new idea is going to be so much, so much, so much better for you or for the product that you have or for the business that you have than trying to perfect something that's not currently working like it makes sense of course it makes sense that makes perfect sense but we're creatures of habit and we love familiarity we love to do things that make us feel comfortable because when you look at something that's familiar you're like that thing's not going to hurt me that thing's going to be easy for me i've done that before i'm able to do this rather than looking at something new and going i have no idea what i'm doing You know, it comes back to this course. Making this course and the actual infrastructure surrounding it is a really intimidating thing for me right now. I've never ran Facebook ads successfully. I've done a little bit, but I don't know what a, a Facebook pixel is. I don't know what email campaigns are. I don't know how to set up a, 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 a trickle of emails after someone does something. I don't know how to set up automation. So when someone buys my course, they're swapped from one email list to another email list. I don't know how to do any of this right now. And that's really, really intimidating, but that's a new solution for a problem that I had. And I think that that's really important to to pay attention to. You know, are you are you trying to fix an old solution? Are you trying to fix a solution that's at hand? Are you perfecting is a better word. Are you perfecting or are you innovating? Are you trying to find a new route or are you trying to break through the wall? <laughs> like that's a really easy way to describe it is, is, you know, are you trying to fit the square through a round hole or are you trying to find a square hole for the square? Like it's just 
it sounds obvious when you do this, but it is something that is really, really foreign to us. I think it's very easy to to try and try and do the same thing and expect something different to happen rather than do something new because doing something new is intimidating. Of course, it's intimidating. The first time that I decided that I was going to throw out my old style and try to work with something new, of course, that was intimidating because I wasn't sure if anyone was going to care. I wasn't sure if I was just going to limit my growth forever. Stop making, Stopping making YouTube videos was incredibly intimidating because I had this idea that it was just about you know hitting that line and and i know that i've kind of contradicted myself in that sense but i think that this is still hitting the line me making this podcast and creating a course and creating instagram content is still hitting that line it's hitting it in a different way it's going back to the bench calling a timeout and coming back with a new strategy because if you give it the if you give the ball to the same player to hit the same spot in the line with the same defensive person hitting back at him nothing's going to change. You're just going to get caught in this routine of pass, catch, hit, pass, catch, hit, rather than doing something differently. So that's kind of what I'm trying to encourage you to do is if you've done something for any period of time and it's not working, try to incorporate a little bit of innovation into your routine. Try to incorporate a little bit of brainstorming. Try to come up with new solutions. Just incorporate that into your week. If you, on a Sunday, and I I plan on starting to do this, I have started doing this since I had this, uh, heard this about two weeks ago, um, is that I've started just brainstorming new ways of fixing problems that I currently have, fixing things that I currently do, trying to find new ways of doing things that I already do, even things that are okay, things that I just do on a weekly basis, something like this podcast. I'm sure there's new ways of doing this. I'm sure there's better ways of doing this. And that's something that I'm now starting to incorporate into my routine because by doing that inadvertently or by doing that subconsciously this year, because it has been subconscious, the idea that I was aware of <laughs> what I was doing when I sort of changed direction or, or re you know, redirected my energy away from, you know, things that I was doing and into new areas. I can't try and pretend that I was fully aware of everything going on when that happened. But looking back on it, it seems really obvious now that I just got to the point where I needed to build a stronger foundation. So I think there's a few lessons that I can give you from this podcast because it has been a little bit of a ramble, admittedly. Um, I don't know how good this episode's going to be. But a few lessons that I want to leave you with is... Really assess your foundation. You know, if you're someone right now who's... uh, That's a good way to describe it. If you're someone right now who hasn't found the success that they're looking for but also doesn't really enjoy the work that they're making, fucking awesome. That's great. That is awesome. I'm so happy for you. But you know why? Because you get a chance to re-figure out what you want to do. You get a chance to completely revamp everything you're doing and rebuild your foundation because you haven't built very far off the ground yet. If you have found success and you have built it on a foundation of something that you don't enjoy and you're sort of caught in that, uh, let's call it, yeah, you're caught not enjoying what you're making, go back and try to figure out a way that you can expand your foundation. Try to figure out a way that you can incorporate more of what you're enjoying. And if you are someone who's just hitting the line over and over again, try to figure out a new play. Try to figure out another way of doing the thing that you're trying to do. Try and figure out a different way to hit the line. Go back to your coach. Go back to your teammates. Go and figure out a different play and try to hit the line in a little bit of a different way. Because I think it's 
it's so easy to get caught in a routine of of just doing the same thing because you're encouraged to because that is what you're encouraged to do a lot of time is is i love the idea of patience and i love the idea of sticking to things and i love the idea of of just do it over and over again until it works but there is a point where if you're not achieving the results that you want, then maybe you're trying to perfect rather than innovate. Maybe you're just not coming up with a new idea. Maybe you're just one tiny little change away from a breakthrough. Maybe you're just one little thing away from whatever. Because it does come back to, and I hate to bring it back to this course again, but one of the things that has been already great with building this course is it's given me a new sense of of purpose with my creative work because up until this point I haven't monetized I haven't done anything that's not a change to my work that's a change to the background that's a change to something that goes on in my own life that helps me move forward more here that helps me prioritize my time on creating beautiful work for Instagram because suddenly that has a purpose I really enjoy creating work I really love editing photos. I love taking photos. I love the whole process of social media and Instagram. And I love that I get to build an audience. But at the end of the day, if I feel like it's just a purposeless act of vanity and posting to gain followers, that's going to burn out pretty quickly. But if I feel like, okay, if I post a photo, it gives someone an opportunity to find a course that I'm really proud of. And it's an opportunity for me to make money doing what I love. Bingo. You've suddenly got yourself a new foundation that you can build upon. And that's another layer of enjoyment or that's another layer or a stronger foundation and allows you to build taller because you can expand your foundation. You know, if your foundation's somewhat big and you've built to here, you can always build out a little bit further and then build to here. There's always ways to do more of what you're doing and in a better way. There's always time to innovate. You're never too far into something that you can't go back and, and change what you're currently doing. I think I'm going to leave it at that. I think I'm going to leave today's episode there. Um, I hope you've enjoyed it. I don't know how much of a ramble this week's was because I have to be honest with you guys, I am bloody tired. (laughs) I, I, I need to get back to my routine because I've sort of been super excited by the whole change here in Melbourne. I've been really, really excitable by the fact that, is excitable a word? probably not my sleepy brains really struggling here but i've been really excited by the the idea that i get to go and hang out with friends i feel like i'm making up for lost time and part of that means that i've had a lot of late nights uh, a lot of busy days not a lot of time spent reading not a lot of time spent looking after myself obviously my training's still going on and all that sort of stuff but i'm burning both ends of the candle at the moment and i just wanted to be honest with you guys because that's part of this like i think that if i was to get on here and be like i'm fired up and i'm loving every minute of it and just bullshitting you guys then then you wouldn't appreciate when i do get on here and get fired up because you just would think that this is untrue this is not real you can't possibly show up every single week and be and be perfectly on that's not realistic so i wanted to share with you guys like i'm bloody tired i'm burning both ends of the candle i'm working way too many hours and spending way too many nights out drinking and hanging out with friends and doing all that sort of stuff yes on the other hand though it is good that i'm making up for lost time and it is amazing that we're able to get back out with friends and family and do the things that we've missed this year i'm proud to be in melbourne but i'm excited to get back to my routine i'm excited to get back into the strong foundation and the passion and the 
good routines and healthy routines that I've built over the last six months have been in lockdown, essentially. Um, the other thing that I wanted to say before I finish this episode is the course should be out in about a week. I'm going to keep you guys updated. Uh, I will let you guys know with plenty of notice. I'll come out with a date as soon as I know. What I plan on doing is getting everything ready to go and then having a little bit of a lead up. So if it goes a little bit later than a week away from now, I will let you guys know. But I'm hoping, fingers crossed, for those of you who are interested in purchasing the course, if if you're someone, because I do feel like you guys are the people that actually really care about what I do. I'm sure there's plenty of you who listen to this. I actually know for a fact there's plenty of you who listen to this who aren't necessarily creative types. Um, But for those of you who are creatives, those of you who have strictly come from my Instagram and and love what I do and um, follow along, the course will be out very, very soon. uh, And I might even give you guys the podcast listeners a secret little discount for the course on launch week. I might do that i think that's a good idea i think that's a really good idea because you guys uh, you guys are my mvps you guys are you guys are the people that you know really you know the people that show up every week i don't first of all i don't know what you're doing (laughs) i don't know how you guys show up and just listen to me ramble every single week i really don't but i appreciate it nonetheless and it does not go unnoticed so thank you so much for paying attention and listening every single week if you have enjoyed this episode if you've enjoyed any of the episodes that i've put out uh i would really really appreciate it if you could share the podcast with a friend if you could share it with someone you know if you could share it with someone you think may appreciate it I feel like that has become a scripted response. That almost happened automatically. Um, <laughs> I need to come up with a new new ending for these episodes. But yeah, I do. Let's go off the cuff for a little bit. I think that it would it, it helps me out a lot. It does help me out a lot. It helps this episode or these podcasts be seen by more people. And that is, a, that is of course, a metric of... It feels a bit icky for me to say like you helping me will help this podcast be seen by more people but that is a you know i can be honest with you guys i uh, that is a goal of mine and if anything you know having this podcast be seen by more people will allow anyway (laughs) I'm, i'm gonna leave it at that i think i'm gonna leave it at that because at the end of the day like i say every week i'm not your dad i'm not your dad you don't have to do anything i tell you to do and i'll speak to you guys next week